0: This hour brought to you by Bitbucket.
1: Bitbucket. It's for your bits right. in a bucket.
0: This is not an ad that we can play in the United Kingdom.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to a special emergency edition of Draft Politics. I'm your host, Steve, and with me here, As always, even in an emergency.
0: It's EJ. That's right. And this is a really weird episode for us because I think neither of us have beer. So this will be a no beer episode. Yes. So I'm sorry to disappoint all, but.
1: Well, it is a it is a somber occasion. So I suppose that that fits. Yes. Uh, So if you if you haven't heard, and I'm sure you will have heard by the time you actually hear this podcast, Trump has tested positive for COVID-19. As has the FLOTUS. As has the FLOTUS, as has Hope Hicks. Uh, Yeah, so the way this news unfolded was we heard yesterday uh, that Hope Hicks had tested positive for COVID, but it had not gotten out that Trump had tested positive yet. Uh, And apparently she had tested negative on Tuesday, but then Wednesday was feeling symptomatic and they tested her again. And at that point... Um, uh, they concluded that she was positive. And so uh, and they were even like they flew her home on Air Force One, even though she was symptomatic, but they like isolated her. Um, and so the initial thinking here was that Hope Hicks had managed to infect Donald Trump. So,
0: yeah, but it's not clear at all where the infection came from or went to. Right. Because just because of the delays and uh, the timing. So I think uh, we
1: know now. I think we know. Oh, do so, we know? So here's here's what's going on. So, so a couple other people have tested positive since then. Uh, Mike Lee, uh, Senator Mike Lee has tested right. positive. Yeah, okay. Okay, so all right, fine. That's all kind of in those circles. That makes sense. The head of Notre Dame tested positive. Mm. And it's like, well, why would he have tested positive? And it turns out he was in D.C. for a Rose Garden ceremony uh, last week. Huh, interesting. Huh.
0: So has Ronna McDonnell, or Daniel, sorry, the RNC committee chairwoman.
1: Yes. So it's like, okay, this is all starting to come together. Let's do our our reverse uh, tracing here and and see where they all end up at. And where they end up at is the Rose Garden ceremony to put out the SCOTUS nominee, uh, Judge Barrett. That's where it seems like this all unfolded. Or at least in and around events related to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Got into the circles and sort of in the last week we've had that ceremony. We've had the debate, obviously, where no one from the Trump campaign or family would wear a mask, even though that was part of the rules sort of laid out by the Cleveland Clinic. But, you know, they're fake news. Yeah, Uh, we had uh, he had campaign events in Florida and a fundraiser in New Jersey at a golf course because it's always a golf course. So, yeah, and he was not feeling well when they went to the golf course, the New Jersey fundraiser, and that was like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar
1: a plate intimate meal. So when when was that? What was the timing on that? Was that was that Wednesday? I assume it was after the debate, right?
0: Yeah, I think it was Wednesday.
1: And what we know of covid is that it's generally contagious for roughly two to three days before you become symptomatic. And so if he was starting to feel off on Wednesday, then he probably was uh, infectious going back as far as maybe Sunday or Monday. So he would have been contagious when they were at the debate.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I got that wrong. He went to he found out about Hick's. Testing positive on his way to the fundraising event. So that was yesterday, which again just oh, so feels like yesterday. That was yesterday. Okay.
1: So, but we're still talking about the timelines oh, yeah. and they were talking about, okay, Tuesday ish, the good chance that he was contagious uh, when they were there for the debate. Um, now, fortunately, they were separated away from each other, they didn't come into contact. Um, I, you know, I know obviously during the debate they were not wearing masks, but, you know, I know Biden's been pretty good about wearing masks independent of that apparently he has a very huge mask from what Trump tells us. So yeah, the biggest mask,
0: good. everybody knows Biden's got the biggest mask.
1: Yes. yes uh, he
0: did test negative though. So uh, Joe and yeah. Joe Biden have both been tested. They've tested negative. I suspect they will be tested every day. Yeah, um, that's it's still a, a little
1: early. You know, if they were infected on Tuesday, it's probably, you know, a couple more days before we can feel like they're they're out of the, the, the woods on that.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Mike Wallace is being tested as well. Uh, I haven't heard Chris it Chris Wallace, Chris Wallace, Mike Wallace. What am I talking about? Chris yes, Wallace. They, they
1: have exhumed Mike Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Why
0: not? He's safe, though. He's safe. He's yes. fine. Yeah. So what um, do you think? What do you think this is going to mean?
1: So, well, that's, that's the interesting thing. It really depends on how, you know, his health plays out. I mean, so basically we're facing three possibilities. One is that he's, that he dies before the election, one that he dies after the election or one that he doesn't die.
0: Right. Well, yes, I guess those are the three, those are the three options from a mortality standpoint yes
1: yes well i mean in terms of how it affects the you know kind of like the actual physical mechanics of electing him right so so the question is like okay so let's let's walk through these so if he if he was to die before the election his name would still be on the ballot yes and and while the rnc can meet and and choose a different candidate they could not get that person's name on the ballot that's true Because they just wouldn't have time to do it. So uh, at that point, if he won, then they would have elected a dead person, which is interesting.
0: Uh, And an improvement.
1: Yes, possibly. Um, And then the electors kind of kick in at that point and something happens. But uh, it is important to note that Pence, even though he's the vice president, does not get on the ballot ballot automatically here.
0: Right. I agree. Yep, yep, yep. So that's one option. I yeah. think that's a, you know, a low probability option. Although, you know, 80% of the fatalities have been in the same age group and yes, Donald yes, Trump is obese. His, yes. So and, he's got uh, some underlying health conditions that yeah. uh, Republicans like talking about so much. But I, I And I, let's be clear about this. I, I don't wish the man any more ill than he already has, right? I do, I'm not looking for Donald Trump to die. I'm looking for him to lose the election
1: i i'm i i'm I, I, I want him to live long enough that we can put him in prison, so you know the, we've got priorities here fair <laughs> <laughs> so all right so that's that's possibility one possibility two he survives through the election but then dies after the election, in which case it's kind of the same scenario if he wins the election now now the electors have to sort of figure that out um and then you know, and if he gets through the electors and the electors have nominated him, and then he dies, then basically his vice president Mike Pence becomes president, right? Because right? that's just our natural slings, natural succession. Um, if he loses, then none of that matter. Then fine, Biden's president. In any of these scenarios, if if Trump loses, Biden is
0: right. President. Well, but if he if he were to die after losing, then Mike Pence would be president from be that president, point until. Yes. You know, January, right? Yes, and
1: okay, that's the thing with all of these scenarios. If Trump dies, Pence is president from whenever that is until January twentieth.
0: Yes. Okay. So all of that. Let's yes. let's play the the now he's he's probably going to live. So what do you think is going to happen in the next thirty three days? We have thirty three days left. Uh, tested positive today, the second of October. So. Presumably, he's got a quarantine for a period. We've got scheduled debates, I think, on the 14th and the 22nd.
1: Yeah, so those probably aren't happening. Um, do you think they
0: don't it, happen or they happen virtually?
1: Uh, I think it a lot depends on what his h- actual health is. Mm. Um, I think he's not going to be inclined to do a Zoom call.
0: Like, Yeah, I think it would be hilarious. You know it's going to be on Saturday Night Live, yeah.
1: I My bet is they just cancel it. Um, mm. So then... The question really becomes like, what is, how, how fast does he recover? You know, it's like, so if he's, he has a fairly mild case, you know, and, and so basically fine, it's just the quarantine period. And then he's back on the road. You know, I think it hurts him just because it sort of points out that, you know, clearly he doesn't have this COVID thing figured out.
0: Right. It reminds everybody, it brings it to the top. Yeah. Like you can't push that away now. Yeah.
1: And if he's and if he's healthy at that point, the ad campaign from somebody, the Lincoln Project, I presume, is he can't even protect himself. How can he protect you?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Everybody's I mean, that thing is going to be in the can waiting to go out. Oh, yeah. The moment it's not of poor taste. Yeah, that's that's exactly it.
1: Yep. And so then, yeah, so I think that that's there's that scenario. If he has some more protracted illness, I think it sort of plays into that same thing. It's going to be I, I think the only thing like he he might have some upside if it turns out he has a very mild case and he can be like, oh, it was no big deal.
0: Yeah, I I think. Well, let's let's talk about that for just a second. Do you think that he will just play this up to say if he's if he's better in two weeks, he'll just say, like, look how tough I am or
1: look how this thing isn't a big deal? Um, I could see him saying it's no big deal. Um, I could see him because it seems like this may have happened at the Rose Garden ceremony. I could see him saying that this was actually a, a kind of bio weapons attack by China or the, or the, the, or Antifa. Um, you know, that direction is a possibility. Um, but I don't think like any of them really help or, I don't think any of those approaches help him is what it comes down.
0: Right. To. Right. I, I don't, I don't think so either. I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any way. And I was asked this by a couple of my co- colleagues overseas, one in the UK and one in Norway. Like, do you think he's just going to turn this into propaganda? Do you think it's fake? Do you think he actually doesn't have it? Um, I can't see a world where they would make this up, not that I believe it a hundred percent because I don't believe anything that the president says a hundred percent, but yeah. I can't see a world where this is a good thing to conjure up like oh, I'm gonna beat this thing and I'm gonna show you that it's not a big deal. it might have that might have been a good strategy and a humanizing strategy in August, yeah, but not in October
1: yeah, I don't see any any way it really helps him in any sort of measurable way.
0: Yeah. So the other question is, do you think he'll try to use this to postpone the election? I mean, not that he can, right? The president does not have the power on his own or her own to postpone the the election. That lies with Congress. You know, the Article 2 of the Constitution says that Congress may determine the time. Uh, And then there was a federal law that sets it the first Tuesday after the first Monday in November every four years. So, you know, Congress could delegate uh, that decision to the president if they so chose or they could move it on their own. But yeah,
1: yeah, that's not going to happen. I mean, I think I think can I see him using it as yet another excuse? Sure. Um, Is he you know, is it going to be successful? No, because there's just he just doesn't have the mechanics to, to make it happen.
0: Yeah. And I think that the date that the new president is sworn in is baked in. So even if you said like, okay, I want to move it. You can't, you can only move it so far. So
1: the date, yeah. When the electors meet is baked in and when, when the uh, new president takes office is baked in.
0: Right on. So to sum up. Yes. He was an idiot. Yes. This was a predictable outcome of not taking any precautions. He likely exposed a lot of people.
1: Yeah. And I want to be clear about one thing here is that they had all this testing protocols to kind of keep him safe or whatever. But ultimately, if you have crowds of people, even if you're standing a little further back from them, and even if it's outside, if they're not wearing masks, you've got a problem.
0: Yeah. And, and let's just remember the NBA has managed to do this perfectly. I didn't think they'd be able to, but they've done it perfectly the president could not that yes. really tells you something that really just tells you something that the right kind of planning actually works so did the yes. nhl so two of our two of our sports leagues were able to do this with far far greater numbers of people if you think about the number of people on the teams and their support staff oh, yeah. get through the rest of their seasons in the playoffs i mean <laughs> i guess the the nba is not quite done yeah. but
1: i mean i i grant the nature of being a politician means a lot of like networking type of things and t- meeting with lots of people, but there's a lot of things that they could have been doing that they chose not to do like wearing masks. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, not shaking hands, et cetera, et cetera. They're, you know,
0: I mean not doing photo ops with people who paid $250,000 to have dinner with you at a golf course. Hey, they pay I good mean, money.
1: You know, that's, I that's mean, just, that's just good customer service, sir. I mean, just think about how angry those people are right now. Right. Just think about that. <laughs> I got I, mean, a, I got a crappy piece of chicken and I got COVID. Excellent.
0: <laughs> I mean, think about them sitting there and who knows who was there, right? But presumably those folks are sitting at home now and they're saying, Okay, he knew that he was exposed. He was on a plane in air in Marine One, on a helicopter, in close proximity with Hope Hicks over the last few days. And Hope Hicks has tested positive. So he's been exposed and he was still willing to come and take my money. Yep. That is that exemplifies the kind of person that Donald Trump is.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So
0: I wish him a slow uh, recovery, slow recovery. The election date's not changing. Um, Polls this week have shown that he lost the debate. Um Biden's favorability in the polls of polls is up to like fifty-one point five percent. Yep. A um, little move, but
1: but it's still a move.
0: We will take it. All right. Thanks for getting together on this emergency podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. I rest assured that uh at least one of us will have a beer later on tonight, and it will continue to be for
1: my swing state series. Tonight it will be back to Wisconsin. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us, everybody, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Stay
0: safe, everybody. Thanks.